Hello, and welcome to the Zero episode of Jumpstart Weekly. I'm your host, Jeremy. And I'm your host, Kevin. Uh, this is Manga Podcast. We are going to be reading the issue of Shonen Jump Weekly that comes out every week in English, because it's the best deal in comics right now if you're a consumer. Now, is it Shonen Jump Weekly or Weekly Shonen Jump? Isn't that Shonen Jump Weekly? I, you're the one who reads it, Kevin. I you're think, supposed to be the expert. We haven't even gotten through our intro yet, and we're already fighting. I think it's Weekly Shonen Jump. I mean, I know that's what they call it in Japan. Maybe I am just think of it as Shonen Jump Weekly because I want to distinguish it from the Japanese version, but I think that's just me. Okay, Weekly Shonen Jump. Yeah, so we are going to be reading Weekly Shonen Jump. That's what we decided, right? That's I'm pretty called. sure that's the name of it. We're going to be reading Weekly Shonen Jump every week. We're going to be commenting on all of the stories within, and then we're also going to read a collected volume or a tokuban if you're a weeb, and I guess we kind of are. We're doing a manga podcast. Yeah, I mean, we also could be considered otakus. I actually don't like either word, to be entirely honest with you. Yeah, they uh, both kind of have negative connotations. We're also going to be reading something else, something different every week, kind of like a survey course. It's not all going to be shown in Jump stuff, although I think we are going to start pretty heavily into that. If there's a Venn diagram with me and Kevin's manga interest on it, Shonen Jump stuff is pretty hard in the center. And then we differ in some things. Yeah, we definitely obviously. do. But I think Shonen Jump stuff is going to be the primary stuff, but I do want to get away with that. I'm curious about reading some shoujo. There's some... Is it Sanin? I have no idea how you pronounce that word. I'm a bad otaku. I think it's Sanin. Sanin. There's some Sanin stuff I am interested in as well, and I have a few guests in mind who I know would like to comment on some of that stuff. Whereas I'm super interested in Isekai, because that's what I've been uh, reading a lot of. I hate Isekai. So much, audience. So much. We just lost all our audience. Yay! But yeah, we will be reading Weekly Shonen Jump every week, as well as something else. We're going to start with the most shonen thing imaginable, Dragon Ball. Start with Volume 1 of Dragon Ball, and remember why no one likes Dragon Ball, and they just remember Dragon Ball Z. But that's a discussion for a couple weeks from now. It will be fun. I hope so. So that's the premise of the podcast. And like I said, I'm Jeremy. And I'm Kevin. So we're going to spend this episode talking about why we're doing this podcast, what manga we've read in the past, what stuff we're interested in besides not isekai. I guess we'll start with you, Kevin. You, I feel like you're more familiar with anime and manga than I am. Not that I'm not familiar with it. But I am definitely coming back to it after something of a break. I'm a guy who, we're both guys, who have a lot of hobbies. Yep. And I have a pretty strong American comic book habit that will basically trade off with my anime and manga habit. They feel very similar needs for me as far as sequential storytelling goes. And I'm already talking too much. Let's start with your history with manga. So how did you come to manga? I came to manga from anime, actually. So I started watching, I've always liked cartoons. Even when I was a kid, when I started growing up, I still liked cartoons. And so I got put onto anime because I was like, oh, it's more cartoons. And then I found out, no, they're not more, even though they're both drawn, they're not the same thing at all. So I started getting more into that. And then once I started getting into anime and I would watch, oh, this season's done, I would hear they've got a manga that goes even farther than the anime storyline did. So if I wanted to be even farther along the storyline, I could read this manga. And I started trying that. It felt weird reading differently than what I was used to. Meaning left to right? Yeah. 
Here, let's uh, walk you back, not to interrupt, but no problem. What was the first anime you watched? I want to find out to what degree we are the same person. I believe the first anime I ever watched was a movie called Spriggan. Okay, never even heard of it. It's weird. It's about super soldiers who are trying to find Noah's Ark. That sounds like an anime. Yeah, because Noah's Ark was actually like this ancient spaceship thing. It's really interesting. And then I think... I can't remember if it was I started catching episodes of Dragon Ball Z first or Sailor Moon first. So not Pokemon. I don't think I watched Pokemon first. Okay. I think I came into that afterwards. So we're not the same person then, because I definitely started with Pokemon. I had a Nintendo Power subscription, so if you had a Nintendo Power subscription, they pushed Pokemon on you hard, and I thought it was the dumbest looking thing in the world until they sent me this VHS that explained how great Pokemon was, and I was hooked. I was devastated because the week Pokemon started airing in my town, we were on vacation. And I got up at five in the morning religiously in the third grade to watch Pokemon, because that's when it was on in my area. And from there, I transitioned to Digimon, which is kind of the reason I like manga and anime. I didn't mean to cut you off. I'm sure we're getting there. But what I really want from anime that Pokemon didn't have at all but every other one does, is a continuing story. Because serialized stories didn't really happen on American TV that much, certainly not aimed at kids back in the 90s. As Netflix and DVD have grown more and more popular, we get more and more of those. Yep. But anime was really where we started to get them at first. You got Dragon Ball Z, where nothing would happen in an episode, but the next episode would pick up right where you left off. Yep. And I love that. So from Digimon, it pretty much went to Dragon Ball Z, and Sailor Moon, and all the other stuff on Toonami. Outlaw Star, Big O, Gundam Wing. I never got into the Gundams. I definitely, I did watch Digimon a lot. I watched Pokemon a lot. I was, I guess, in an interesting thing of, I live out in the boonies in my area, so I actually spent a lot more time outside as a kid. I played a ton of sports. I would hang out at my friend's house, and we would do stuff outside, which is very odd for somebody who became an anime nerd later on in life. I mean, kind of. I feel like there are more and more of them. Anytime someone transfers into work for like three weeks, like they end up asking, what do you do? And when I say they watch a lot of anime, their response is always, ah, you watching that My Hero Academia? And that's like a normal conversation I have with normal people. Well, yeah. And I mean, I'm not saying that it's, it's weird that I like anime. It's weird that I got as into it is what I mean. I stopped. It's not that I don't do physical activities. It's that I stopped doing as much i used to read a lot more when i was a kid um i didn't typically watch a ton of tv so that's why i kind of i would pick up random episodes of dragon ball z and sailor moon kind of late at night i'm pretty sure i had something going on saturday mornings so i didn't even do like regular saturday morning cartoons i would catch like reruns of you know the powerpuff girls and dexter's lab and stuff like that so when i got into manga I really started picking up, I think One Piece was the one that got me reading manga. Okay, so how did you encounter the One Piece manga? Did you see it in a bookstore? Were you watching the One Piece anime and were like... I had been watching the One Piece anime. So was that the 4Kids dub? Yes, that would have been the (laughs) 4Kids dub. I was watching the One Piece anime and then I had somebody tell me, oh, well, you can find the manga online. And read that if you want to jump ahead in the story. 
I got into, like, I had watched One Piece on, was it Adult? No, it was Toonami, wasn't it? Uh, well, One Piece started airing on the Fox box. It later moved to, I think, reruns in Toonami, or it might have just been Late Night Cartoon Network. It might have been neither block. I think it was Toonami, though. Uh, yeah, so either way. Was it on Toonami that you were yeah, watching? Yeah, late, late night. Um, I got into that. I think the time that I really got into reading manga was, and this was this is very late in the anime, but it was the main forward battle arc, or so the battle that is pretty late. Yeah, super late, super late into the anime. Like I had read some various things before, but I I wasn't really big into it. But that really got me into manga and then i started absorbing more and more so this is interesting for me to learn because like i said i consider you kind of my anime friend in a weird way it's weird that i was caught up on one piece before you got into one piece because i started watching fan subs of the one piece anime when they were in the uh uh impulse down arc yeah, and that's when I got really into One Piece because that's the best arc in stone in manga. Suck it, Frieza Saga. Hey guys, it's Jeremy from the future cutting in here. I just said that the Impel Down arc is better than the Frieza Saga, and that's not true. I meant the Ennis Lobby arc is the best shonen anime arc of all time. So I guess One Piece's flaw really is that it repeats story ideas a little too often since I couldn't even remember the name of my favorite shonen anime arc. That's a little embarrassing. So I just want to get that clear and send you back to current Jeremy and Kevin. Well, no, and I, I've been watching the anime up to that point, but I hadn't been reading much manga until then. And that got me reading the big shonen titles. So Naruto, Bleach, One Piece, Fairy Tale. And then I started whatever manga reader I was using at the time had like a ranking of, all right, here are the most popular mangas. And I just started kind of moving down those. But honestly, I haven't been reading, besides the ones that I have just decided to pick up and read, I don't, at least until I picked up a Shonen Jump subscription, I wasn't just reading whatever I wanted to. Because like you said, I've got a ton of other hobbies, so I would only have time to read a couple of manga a week, and then I'd have other stuff to do. Yeah, so that was how I got into manga, so how about you, Jeremy? So, like I said, I got to that Toonami stuff, Dragon Ball Z. I started watching that every single night, recording it on VHS tapes. Remember those? Yep. When I couldn't. So, Dragon Ball Z, Sailor Moon, All Star, like I said. That led me to the Adult Swim stuff. So, Yu Hakusho, Inuyasha, Cowboy Bebop, of course. Yep. And then I got really into Gundam, in contrast to Kevin, especially Gundam Seed on Toonami. So much so that I have another podcast that you can listen to on lastpodcast.com which will also be the website for this podcast, all about Gundam Seed. It's an episode-by-episode episode podcast called It's a Gundam. I do with my friends Zach and Tyler. And occasionally me. Yeah, Kevin's been on two whole episodes. One was out this week, actually. I'll have to try and listen to that with my abundant free time. But I got so into Gundam Seed that when it was over, I started like talking on forums and stuff, and the sequel series Gundam Seed Destiny started airing in Japan about two or three weeks before... Gundam Seed finished in America. So that's when I first got into like the fan subbing CD downloading side of the anime community. Yeah, and I I never got into that. So that led me to watching Gundam Seed and Naruto in One Piece. And I remember the first issue. This was even maybe a little before this. My mom, just for Christmas, got me the first issue of Monthly Shonen Jump in English. And I 
as a kid also had a bunch of hobbies and I didn't have a job. I kid at this point I was like 14, I think. Uh, but I didn't have a job and I had a bunch of hobbies, so I couldn't really afford to continue buying manga. But I wore out that first issue of Shonen Jump. I would read it like whenever I had teenage angst. It was like my comfort blanket that I would go back and reread that first chapter of One Piece and that first chapter of Naruto and that first chapter of Yu-Gi-Oh! Yu Hakusho was in there. And that was great. And as I started watching more anime, I started to watch the Foxbox stuff, the terrible four kids dub of One Piece and Shaman King. And I was also, like I said, participating in these anime communities at this point. So everyone online would rag on the four kids dub. It's, you know, it is what it is. Bad in many cases. Not as bad as some people say it is. It did bring it over to America. Yeah. Like, and the Shaman King one is actually mostly faithful, but they take a bunch of dumb name changes. So people would rag on that. So actually the first collected volumes I bought were Shaman King. And then I got one of the Gundam Seed manga. I have an issue of One Piece, a couple issues of Rave Master. No, I don't know about this fairy tale that everyone likes. I was reading that guy when he was cool and writing Rave Master. I watched Rave Master. <laughs> I also watched Rave Master. Now, if you want to talk about bad dubs, four kids had nothing to do with Rave Master. Um, That's actually what got me into fairy tale was. Um, oh, this I looks seen, like Rave Master. I, I saw Rave Master before and saw it was done by the same guy. So gotcha. I was like, ooh, this sounds pretty interesting then. So that was kind of my gateway into manga. And then uh, Naruto is the first one I really got into. When Naruto, the anime, switched over to Shippuden, the yep. pacing was just so awful that I just started reading the Naruto manga. And that's really the only manga I've ever read, like, week to week, gotten really into. And I don't even think I'm that much of a Naruto fan, honestly. But I did read every chapter of that manga, and I think it's the only manga I can say that about. Maybe Sandpunk. I think I've read all of Sandpunk. Pretty much any of the manga that we'll be talking about in Shonen Jump or any of the ones that I've read, I would start from chapter one and read all the way through. I wouldn't just pick up in the middle of the storyline. Well, there are a bunch that I pick up from where the anime, like I was here in the anime and yeah. that's where I pick up. I would start, bef like I would go all back the way to back the start. because a lot of the times, like especially when I reread through or I guess read through Full Metal Alchemist. <laughs> that's very different. I don't remember if I did that before or after Brotherhood finished. I knew I had watched the first, the Full Metal Alchemist, when the manga hadn't finished and thought stuff started going really weird. Then Brotherhood came out, but I don't remember if I finished Brotherhood and then decided to go back and read the manga or if Brotherhood was like midway through and I decided to go back and go through the manga. Yeah, I should read Full Metal Alchemist slash watch Brotherhood one of these days. Full Metal Alchemist is real good. Yeah, if you haven't, Full Metal Alchemist Brotherhood is definitely a lot better than Full Metal Alchemist. We'll probably take a lot of flack for that because there are some people who really like the original Full Metal Alchemist and the way it deviated from the source material. But his storyline is great, and there are some great moments in Brotherhood that don't happen in the Full Metal Alchemist, the original anime, that are just fantastic. I don't want to give too much away because it's a bit of a spoiler. But there's an amazing fight sequence involving a dude in a tank. I'm aware of that one. So that kind of brings us to why we're doing this podcast. At the start of this year, is kind of a New Year's resolution because of all those hobbies I mentioned. I decided I wanted to be more active in the way I consumed media because I'm kind of a weird collector guy where I buy a lot of video games like being like, oh, if I spend money on this, I will play it for sure. And then they just gather dust. I have 200 plus Steam games in my library. I don't know that I've played even half of them. 
so I wanted to kind of avoid that. And so I started more actively consuming stuff in video games because I also do a video games podcast you can listen to on lastpodcast.com are the one thing I haven't really caught up on. But I decided I want to read comics more actively. I want to read a, a comic every single day. It's not that long. And I want to get caught back up on American comics, which has been going pretty well. Like, as I started to get a little bored of Batman, I started to think, oh, man, I could read some manga and stuff. And when I was on vacation a couple of weeks ago, I saw this video by a YouTuber called Super Eyepatch Wolf talking about how Shonen Jump was in trouble. That really made me want to support those sorts of things and start collecting manga. But I didn't want to just never read it. And ironically, like right after I pitched this idea to Kevin, video was about an, a year old and Super Eyepatch Wolf released another video talking about how all his points were poorly researched and wrong and how it wasn't really in trouble. But it still inspired me to want to do this podcast and read the early bits of One Piece that I never read because I'd watch the anime instead and read through Dragon Ball, which is a series I absolutely love, but I've never really read the manga other than a few key chapters. I haven't read the manga of Dragon Ball yet, or even Dragon Ball Z. And I got a new bookshelf, and it will look real good with some manga collections in it. It's perfectly manga-sized. I'm a more digital consumer, so most of the stuff that I do is digital downloads. I've even progressed to the point where I've started picking up a lot of light novels very recently. Again, digital versions. Some of them are ones that don't even have anime attached to them, and some of them are ones where I saw the anime and was like, I want to kind of read the source material and see how this goes. And it's been it's been interesting. All right, so I'm going to pitch something to you right here on the air, Kevin. Because another reason I really wanted to do this podcast is I started watching My Hero Academia. And I know everybody knows this, but that show's real, real good. Yeah. So it is in Weekly Shonen Jump. Yes. I almost don't want to read it. For okay. spoil Like, I wonder, and I'm pitching this to you, so let's talk this through. Because I'm willing to compromise on this point. I wonder if because of the popularity of the anime, if people would not listen to our podcast because they don't want spoilers on what's going to happen in, I don't know how ahead the manga is right now. Really far ahead. Yeah. Okay. Well, that makes sense with the way they're doing the seasons. Yeah. So I'm wondering if maybe we should refrain from talking about My Hero Academia or do the more complicated thing and read the manga chapters that correspond to that week's episode and talk about those. That would be more challenging because sometimes... Like an episode will cover a couple of chapters. Yeah, or we'll stop midway through a chapter. Yeah, it really depends on like the more action-intensive chapters. They'll, they might stretch into a couple episodes versus there are some chapters that move a lot faster so they don't quite fill an entire episode. But I'd be fine with not doing it, even though, strangely enough, My Hero Academia is what got me reading Weekly Shonen <laughs> Jump because I really got into that show and was like, I need more My Hero. So... I wanted to start reading the My Hero Academia manga. And then one of the translators that I had been reading it off of was like, hey, My Hero Academia is in Weekly Shonen Jump, and it's just like 25 bucks a year or something like that. Okay, that's the thing we didn't talk about. I said up front, Weekly Shonen Jump is the best deal in American comics right now. It's digital only, and that hurts my heart a little bit uh, because I, especially with comics, love physical media. But I've eaten that bullet and i'm reading all of my comics digital now except for the stuff i'm going to be reading for this podcast ironically but i'm mostly into digital comics now weekly shonen jump is only 99 cents for what is it about 100 pages of comic every week closer to 200 yeah 
So not, this, this current week's episode was 197, and most of them are right around that range. By contrast, an issue of Batman is 399, and you get 22 pages of Batman. Now, there are some differences there. Batman is in full color, for example. Yes. And it actually pays its artist, which is nice. It's made by a full team, artist, editor, letterer, whereas Shonen Jump stuff only has an artist slash writer and an editor and a translator. But 99 cents is worth it for one piece alone. Yeah. But one piece is worth at least $1.99 a week. It's such a good deal. Like, you should be reading, if you have any interest in comics at all, you should be paying the 99 cents to read Weekly Shonen Jump. I think it's even less than 99 cents, because I think it's only like 25 bucks a year. That's if you buy a subscription, which I suppose I should invest in. If you buy issue by issue on Comixology, they're 99 cents an issue. Yeah, I I bought the subscription through Viz, Viz who's the American distributor. And on top of that, I get a Yu-Gi-Oh card twice a year. Uh, you get I, any sweet Valkyrian warriors? No, I get a bunch of weird I was going stuff. to say, you get Pendulum Eyes Odd Dragon? Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> they look cool. I, that wasn't the real point for getting the subscription. It's just a bonus. Yeah, but it was like, oh, it's only 25 bucks. Oh, that's good. Wait, no, 25 a year? Yeah, I think I can handle, I mean, what is that? 20 cents an issue? Less? About 50 cents an issue. Okay. Because 52 weeks a year. I assume week, American Weekly Shonen Jump takes weeks off occasionally. Because I know the Japanese one does. Or do they occasionally, just come up with filler stuff? No, they do. They do. They have taken weeks off. They do, but it's like the Japanese holidays. Yeah, I would imagine it's like Golden Week and Christmas. Yeah, so it might only be fifty weeks a year, whatever it is. But that's still, if, that's twenty five cents an issue. That's yeah. Or, no, that's I'm sorry. That's fifty cents an issue. Still, that's an incredible deal. I cannot imagine any other entertainment that's that good money to uh, content ratio. Yeah, pretty much everything else that I do is like five bucks a month, which is still good deals, but it's not nowhere near $2 a month. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so back to the My Hero Academia thing. I do just kind of want to talk about it because it is so popular, and I'm willing to like do read the odd extra half chapter or whatever. Now, it is going to be awkward because you're going to have to like go back and find like the appropriate stuff but that's kind of what i would like to do we can also just talk about the episodes but that gets dangerously close to being an anime podcast and i already have one of those yeah so if you want to do like maybe you say all right so i'm going to start at chapter one and or if you just want to start at whatever episode we're on now i would like to do that and like so basically it's relevant so we're not spoiling anything for people who are yeah just watching the anime but like we will do My Hero Academia as like weekly stuff. I know. I already we already have plans to do that on an upcoming week to read the first volume as a whole. And I like the idea of doing that. But like it's part of Shonen Jump, so I feel like it would be weird to skip it, especially since it's probably the most popular show in the West that's in that magazine right now. Yeah, it's definitely the most popular. Like I said, it was what got me reading Shonen Jump. Plus and... those covers are so good. As a guy who like is coming from Western comics. There's My Hero Academia colors. Every one of them is hot fire. Yeah, My Hero Academia has a really good artist. The only better one I can think of in Shonen Jump is, I think it's Murata, if I'm pronouncing that right. He's the artist for One Punch Man. That guy is amazing. Like, he did a, I want to say 90-page episode in like three weeks. They're overworked. We'll get. I'm sure we'll get to that. But the the thing about My Hero Academia that I'm waiting for 
is the Weekly Shonen Jump manga schedule is designed to break a man and his manga. So I'm just waiting for My Era Academia to get bad. And I mean, Dragon Ball never got bad, like in bold. But Akira Toriyama's weaknesses were revealed. Same with Naruto. It never really got bad. But you started to see where the cracks were. His Both his art and his storytelling. And things like Bleach and Death Note did get bad. Like, I'm waiting for that to happen to My Hero Academia. I'm, I I don't know that it will. I hope it doesn't. I honestly do. Well, uh, they because... do take occasional breaks. So, a lot of the time, One Piece especially takes fairly frequent breaks. So, we won't be here for the next yeah. week. So, they, you know, that's the, the guys taking a break. Same thing with My Hero Academia. Some yeah. of the other ones, hey, this will be on break. And One Piece might be the exception that proves the rule when it comes to what I'm talking about. I've read very little of the One Piece manga. I've I've watched every episode of the One Piece anime, barring some filler that I skipped. But I'd never read any One Piece manga, really, until we decided to do this podcast and I caught up between the gap. I'm wondering if reading One Piece, I will spot like what Oda's flaw is. Because watching the anime, it's hard. But the anime has a lot of flaws that are clearly adaptation flaws. So it's yeah. a lot harder to see any of those if they're there. I mean, it might just be that he repeats stories, because he definitely does that. Yeah. The the Dress Rosa arc is just the Alabasta arc again, but not as good. But also, it's been 15 years, so it's okay to do a redo. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that's everything I wanted to say on this Zero episode. We will be launching the podcast officially. I wrote it down. Where did I put my notes? We'll be launching the podcast officially on Saturday, October the 6th with Shonen Jump issue 44 and the Dragon Ball Collection number one. Is it called a collection? Dragon Ball Volume 1. Yeah, I think it's Dragon Ball Volume 1. I think that's all you call it. It is weird that in the United States, we're eventually just going to get to Dragon Ball Z number one instead of Dragon Ball number 18. But yeah, that's how you make money here is you put the Z at the end. I mean, to be fair, a lot of stuff changes. There's a giant time skip. Yeah, but like the Naruto manga in America didn't start calling itself Naruto Shippuden after the time skip. It's still just Naruto. Yeah, but I mean, the manga didn't do that over in Japan, didn't? No, but it does it everywhere else, which is weird. But that's a thing we'll talk about next week because, well, I will save it for next week. So, yeah, that's the plan. Every week we're going to read Shonen Jump. I think... Are you familiar with the Shonen Jump surveys in Japan? Sort of. You so, mean the like the character surveys or the actual comic surveys? The comic surveys. So if you don't know, we should tell our audience. Every Shonen Jump issue comes with like a card. Then there's usually multiple of them because they really like Paul's there. Selling you to rate the chapters in the issue of Shonen Jump from your favorite to least favorite, which is pretty influential on the editors. It's starting to lose influence with the current team of editors. Because uh, it doesn't always dictate sales, but it's kind of considered very important to be at the top of that list. It really is going to help you get more chapters to write, which will eventually get you an anime adaptation, and then you can just coast. Yep. I like the idea of us doing one of those after each issue, talking, risking our favorite to least favorite. I don't know if that's going to be a segment we keep, because I don't know if we're going to talk about every story every week. We'll see how this goes. Yep. That's the plan to start, at least. Well, I mean, but, we can always give a, just a general overview of our, here's our yeah. issue ranking. But I'm wondering if at some point we'll be like, oh, we don't need to talk about Seraph of the End this week. It's, you know, Pin's pretty much the same. I don't know that that will be the case. Well, Seraph of the End is only once a month anyway, so oh. it'll be every 
I said the one I knew that wasn't One Piece or My Hero Academia. Or the Orphanage one that I'm actually really excited to read but don't know the name of. Promised Neverland. Yeah. And it's fantastic. Is Food Wars in Weekly Shannon Jump? Yes. Okay. Food Wars is in Weekly Maybe Shannon Jump. Maybe I should Jump. watch. I'll try to watch all of Food Wars in the next week and a half. I don't think I can do it. No, because uh, they're on their third season. Strangely enough, I have stopped watching the third season. Most of the Shonen Jump things that I've been reading, I still watch the anime for when they come out. But Food Wars, for whatever reason, I stopped. I think I just haven't had time. That's a lot of the reason I don't want to catch up on My Hero Academia is I know I will stop watching the anime, and it's very good. I'm still watching the anime, and I'm still hit with those emotional beats, even knowing they're coming. Yeah, well, I it's a very good anime, but I'm just... Or when I started reading Naruto, I couldn't watch it anymore. And I'm not quite there on One Piece yet. The part I ended One Piece on is right before a fight scene, and I don't really like reading manga fight scenes. And this was a very cool fight, so I want to see it animated, even though it's going super slow, which is the Luffy-Katakuri fight, if you're curious. Yeah, well, even in the manga, it takes, like, something ridiculous, like eight chapters, because they keep cutting away from it. Yeah, but other stuff's going on, whereas in the anime, they're like, let's cut the chopper standing here for a bit. Yeah. Or let's cut to Sanji making a cake again. And again, the manga did that a lot. But also, every time they cut to it, like some progress was being made or a character beat was happening. Yep. Where it wasn't just like, you chefs, whip some cream. Whip that cream into shape, chefs. Uh, So anyway, yeah, we will be back. I guess we will be starting October 6th, episode one, with Dragon Ball and Shonen Jump, episode 44. Kevin, is there anything else you'd like to, to tell the people? No, I can't think of anything else. All right. 